Hello, hi, and howdy, everyone. It is time to get tuned in, turned on, and tuned up with me and your weekly dose of the Healthy Happy Fun Hour here at the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio. Our topic of the day is, and my guest is, I'm not sure if she's aware that I renamed her topic. It's called Oh Shits and Shifts. I did see that. <laughs> okay, great. We are demystifying intuition. I thought it was kind of appropriate. I This is very Dorsey. It is very Dorsey, and it's very appropriate. You talk about poop a lot oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh just a wee bit there <laughs> so my returning guest this week is kevney evan the mindful manifester welcome back kevney hello hello good to have you here good to be here so and again you just love that title don't you you know i mean it you is. just can't get past it with you no you can't and you know hey because there's plenty of those life the moments like that in life i mean come on you know i have plenty of oh shit moments you mm-hmm. know that i would love to turn to magical manifestations and so i thought what better topic than when you said intuition i'm like ooh, that sounds like a good topic today and i hope please whoever is listening please make sure that you reach out to me let me know that I am not the only one having these oh shit moments. I cannot be the only one on the planet having these types of moments. So I am glad to be back with all of you and with my guest today, Kivni, helping you awaken your play, purpose, and pleasure. And I know, again, that I'm not the only one that has ever wondered what that feeling is. You know, the one in your gut. And especially you moms out there listening, you guys know more than anyone what I am talking about. It's that feeling you just know about your kids, something's going on. Yet you don't always listen to it. I don't always listen to it or follow its guidance like I should. So, again, please reach out to me and let me know that I'm not the only one. I can't be the only one having those types of days, you know, the coulda, woulda, shouldas. You know, I, I've had way too much of those in my life. What about you, Kevney? The coulda, woulda, shouldas? Had a few. Had a few. <laughs> I've had a few of those in my Just, day. You know, law school and 10 years in corporate. There were a few moments. <laughs> coulda, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, let's leave that behind. Yeah. All right. So today, Kevney is going to take the woo-woo out of intuition and help us with steps to making more magic and less shit in our lives. Yes. I'm yes. just going to say that all day today. That's you the, are. That is the word of the day. All right. Every day. And, and again, I do want you to have the regular poops, the healthy poops. I just want you to have them in the place that you should have them, in the potty, and not where they shouldn't be in your life, in your relationships, and in your business. Yes. Right? All right. So let's go ahead and get started. In a nutshell, tell us, like a fifth grader could understand, what the heck is intuition? So I think, kind of back up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of people think of intuition as access to some sort of faculty um, or frequency. For me, it's just... I mean, you said faculty. I'm sorry. I thought of person, teacher. Person, like, teacher. Ooh, access to a person. Yes. No, so for me, it's Is just... Is like it's, the naughty teacher thing? You know, with the... No. Never mind. Sorry. No. no. Naughty student. <laughs> okay. Her name is Dorsey. Ah, no. Stop it. Um, so if you think about everything is energy, right? We're made of yep. energy. Everything is energy. Mm-hmm. And so this intuition is just this idea of tapping into this universal consciousness, this source energy, and being in alignment and being in flow and having access to that. So if you think about a radio, you turn on the radio, you expect to hear a certain kind of music, a certain station. Mm -hmm. So it's just tapping into that different frequency and getting the direct downloads, having the access to and the trust to uh, listen to your higher self. Is that it? Well, you know, there's, you said in a nutshell, I mean, there's a lot more. So I think one thing, you know, if we look at 
new age teachings. There's a lot missing. So I'm all about what's the missing piece in intuition, mindset, all the things we hear about. Oh, yeah, because so, a lot of that, people, when you say new age, they automatically go, oh, God, mm-hmm. you know, there she goes off into that woo-woo crazy right. stuff. Well, if you think about mindset, which is where a lot of the intuition stuff is tending to sort of be place place which yep. i don't agree with mm-hmm. um for me you've got um, your mindset is your analytical mind right it's mm-hmm. where we get stuck a lot mm-hmm. below that mind we have an energy and above that mind that mindset is the intuition so i'm all about clearing the energy clearing up the gunk in the mind accessing the intuition and integration of the three well you know that kind of goes into my next question that i was going to ask you is we both feel the same way i think about a lot of people that are now coming out with mindset training mindset coaches Mm -hmm. you know it's the same for me like with the health and wellness you know there's someone that goes and gets a certificate not that there's anything wrong with the certificate however i do believe any you know they say whatever you have 10,000 hours of experience in that's what you're an expert in i mean it takes Mm -hmm. you know a lot of time to have an to be an expert and going off on a weekend or even a short course and getting a certificate and then hanging out a shingle. Oh, I'm a health and wellness coach. Oh, I'm a mindset coach. Mm-hmm. Do you really know what you're talking about? And we kind of have a, the same, I think, feelings and opinions about these people that are out there saying they can help you reset your mindset or change your mindset patterns. And, you know, give me your feelings about that. And maybe some things people should think about, look out for when they feel like they need something like that and, you know, mm-hmm. really who to kind of reach out for and what to look at. Yeah, I think many mindset coaches, many programs, self-help, money mindset courses. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really, and there's a lot of those. Yeah, and they really kind of focus on the mental level. That's where they're stuck. So it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mental level thoughts, it would make sense or maybe not. Um, you know, you often hear things like shift your thoughts, remove your limiting beliefs, think positive. Mm-hmm. Um, you may even hear <laughs> to do certain affirmations to keep a gratitude journal. And these things can all be great. However, if the feeling in your gut is, you know, you can you can sit here and think, I'm going to have a million dollars in my bank account all day long. Mm-hmm. And if the feeling in your gut is, well, I've got two bucks in there now. <laughs> right. Good luck. <laughs> so you, you mean, will. So I can't just sit here and think, "Ooh, I want to have five hundred million dollars in my account," and bam, it's not in there. I think you know the answer to that one. What? <laughs> I need to go recheck my bank account. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I think about that all the time. It sells, right? So if you think of the book, The Secret, or the movie, I mean, oh yeah, kind of low vibe to me because. It takes the action out, right? It's just I'm going to think happy and it's going to come. And really, you know, life or action is the insignia of life, right? That's what my coach always tells me. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be in action. We have to pay the universe that respect. We have to be moving towards, you know, action steps towards an ideal for it to manifest in the physical realm and be oh, in alignment. Yeah. Um, so that's where I come in with clearing that energy, which is key. Because a lot of times when you get a mindset coach, it's because you're stuck in your head. So well, yeah. why do you want to go be in your head more? <laughs> right? Well, like, yeah, get out of true. your head. <laughs> well, and that makes sense. And I'm glad you said that because you can think something all day long. Mm-hmm. And we both are of the same mindset, if mm-hmm. you will, that you have to be out in action. You can think it all day long. It's just you still have to show. I hear this from so many people, and I think you agree with this. We'll see what you what you think after I say this. But when you, you hear a lot of folks that will tell you, you know, a lot of the gurus that are out doing it and making money and making a difference you know you can have the best thought in the 
the world. You can put the best ideas out in the universe, and the universe wants to give you whatever it is that's in your highest and greatest good. Yet, if you don't take the steps to mm-hmm. meet it, then it's kind of like, well, it might give you little fits and stops and little pieces of it. So why tell people? Because I know a lot of people will think that, and because I used to like, well, I'm thinking it, and I think I'm doing good, and why am I not having these things showing up? Mm-hmm. Well, I think if you're, I mean, you've got to take the steps. You've got to be in action. There's energy. You have to. There's energy. And, you know, you're moving. When you're moving, you're shifting things in your field. You're shifting the energy in your field. And if you look at, you know, I go back to the ancient teachings, right? Forget the new age for me. I want to go back to the new age teachings. I want to go back to the scriptures. If you look at any of the major gurus, um, you know, action is this huge piece. It's getting into alignment. And so, this whole like meism and you know I'm I can only worry about me so I'm only going to think about me and I'm only going to do me. That's kind of um, <laughs> a product of our society and where we've gone off the beaten path. Of reality right? TV, you know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, reality TV and a whole bunch of way too many selfies. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. just watching something last night talking about all these selfies and I was like, oh my stars. Mm-hmm. And so tell me a little bit briefly, you kind of ta- re- touched on this a little bit about the universal mind. Sure. Tell me what you were, well, there's all kinds of shenanigans. By the way, our radio station, I just have to say while we're on air, a very happy birthday. The radio station is a year old this month. Yay. Yay. Happy birthday, Vinyl Draft. Awesome. Very excited about that. So I'm sorry. Um, my universal mind just went whoop, squirrel, because <laughs> I saw somebody running by with a birthday hat. <laughs> so if you think about the universal mind, if you think about, we all have these smartphones, we all have these laptops, these tablets, right? Yes. With a gazillion different apps. But of course. And it's the information age, right? Well, well, when we're always focusing on that, we are missing up on kind of the greatest app that was ever invented, which is the universal mind. This idea, Ooh. this screw consciousness that we can just tap into. I like the way you said um, that. And when you're really ready, when one is ready to open up the intuitive channels, the mindset piece just gets in flow. It becomes so much more easily. There's no force to it. It's just, you know, intuition for me is an ultimate knowing. It's just there's no question. It's this is this is my next required action. This is what I'm going to do. And I have ways that I work with clients to teach them how to read their energy or mm-hmm. how to use a pendulum or you know different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know your your different senses or you know gifts open up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just you get to a point where it's just a knowing. It's like yep, nope, that's for me. Yep, nope, that's not for me. But not from a place of judgment. It's just having that discernment. Or even ego. You just have that, like you're saying, that inner knowing that this is for my highest and greatest Mm -hmm. good to get you to that dream of whatever, even if it is $500 million, whatever it is. Right. Because you have to come on. You got to take some action to get there. Dang it. Well, and especially, (laughs) we'll talk about this more next week when we talk about law of attraction. Um, Because there's some really funky teachings out there about law of attraction right now. Yeah, no joke. But when you think about like manifesting, manifestations, action is a huge piece. Um, mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that next week. So, little teaser next month, <laughs> next month. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, you're only on. You, I know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, there you go. I can't even talk. Apparently I need some more of my coffee. Next month, yeah. Right. Next month. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what do, no, I'm not going to ask that just yet. Mm. Um, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I get a little bit ahead sometimes. So I'll ask that in just a minute. Um, what do cars He's, what do cars, computers, physics, monkeys, and the Mona Lisa, that's a good one, have in common? <laughs> the common denominator coming up next. 
We are back here on the Dorsey Show with my guest expert, Kevini Evan, the Mindful Manifester. And we are discussing, oh, shit, moments and shifts. Yeah, I know. I love saying that. <laughs> turning your life. There's another one I didn't say yet. Turning your life's manure into manifesting magic. That's good, isn't it? Oh, come on. I don't know about that one. <laughs> oh, come on. All right. So before the break, I asked, what do cars, computers, physics, monkeys, and the Mona Lisa have in common? Don't say anything, Kevin. Okay. All right. That's some of the greatest thinkers of all times have used their intuition over intellect to develop life-altering ideals and works of art. And we are talking about Tesla, Darwin, Da Vinci, Einstein, and Steve Jobs. So what? Because you sent that over to me and I was like, what the heck? What? So tell me, what did you lump all them in there for? And what do they have in common, especially related to our topic today? So I think if you go back and look at what all of these greatest, you know, thinkers have written, mm-hmm. they all have, there's a, there's, you know, they all, you can find quotes or you can find, you know, Steve Jobs said intuition is a very powerful thing, more powerful than intellect. Mm-hmm. Einstein talks about the rational mind as the servant versus the intuitive mind as kind of the master. And I really, um, when I saw that, I love that because a lot of times we are master to, he said something like almost like master to the wrong mm-hmm. sl- um, slave or we're slave to the wrong master. Absolutely. You know, and that right. I was like, wow, that is a really good way to, to look at mm-hmm. how we get stuck and spin and in the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, so all of these thinkers, I mean, they definitely had access to intuition. Mm-hmm. They were aware of it. Mm-hmm. And they understood that there was this common thread connecting each and every person. Um, they understood that as their frequency, as their energy body mm-hmm. elevates, as they're less in their mental body, right, that they can resonate at a higher frequency. They have access to more ideas. Mm-hmm. They have access to more creativity. Um, and that's really when the magic occurs is when... We don't have to force the mindset, but we mm-hmm. can be in such a flow that we just allow it. So what do you mean? So kind of explain to me, you know, when you're talking about the energy body, you know, and because mm-hmm. and, I know some people are kind of like, what? What are you talking about? So maybe talk a little bit more about that and explain a little bit more about that for our listeners who might be like, what on earth? And accessing, you know, this other mind. And, mm-hmm. you know, what do you mean by that? So if you think about stress, frustration, anxiety, agitation, all these low vibes, right? Okay. They're really created in our mental energy body first. Okay. In your mental mind. Yeah. Your mental mind. Yeah. Okay. And so, and then as it, you know, as we ruminate on it, Mm -hmm. it then makes its way into our physical body, congestion, disease, disorder, cancer, all of those things and people don't realize i'm going to interrupt you for just a second because i just love to interrupt you it's my it's my show so i'm just going to do it anyway (laughs) but you know people forget from a health and wellness standpoint i'm glad you said that that you do create physical enzymes and hormones Mm -hmm. to these either external or either internal stressors so i'm very glad that you said that for those that are listening going how can this really manifest it can just thinking about things and like you said ruminating Mm -hmm. so so there you go just had to throw that in there and then it manifests in your external environment right so um you've probably heard your belief becomes your truth right there's some sort of tie to that with all the you know the greatest thinkers philosophy Mm -hmm. and this is really and and like if you think it you can believe it or if you think it you can do it or if you think you can't mm -hmm. then you can't and it's because what manifests in our mental energy body eventually makes its way into our in the 3d the physical so it's it's like if you decide 
let's say you're four years old and your mom and dad decide to have a second baby and you don't consciously say this as a little kid, but mm-hmm. you might think, well, gee, I'm not, apparently I'm not enough because they're having another kid, right? Ah. So then we take on those blinders and we go through life, I'm not enough, and mm-hmm. we take that on in our body, we take that on in our energy, and then we continue to pull in situations at where that frequency en- oh. where we see, well, gee, I'm not enough for this friend, I'm not enough for my spouse, I'm not enough for my job. So we just see it, we create it, and you know, it's a perfect, ho- our external is a perfect hologram of what's going on inside us. Oh, I like that. That's a really good way to put that. So it's like putting up a mirror, like, you know, mm-hmm. like Michael Jackson saw, you know, the man in the mirror, you know, that's really true. And a lot of times you don't want to put that mirror up right. and see what may be reflecting back. And I think that's the problem with our, we always are focused on the external. If something isn't showing up the way you want it to out here, you need mm-hmm. to look inside, not look at, gee, my spouse is doing this to me again, or my boss is still treating me like this. It's this, we have this. Um, I mean, all you have to do is look around at conferences, books, Mm -hmm. retreats, all these things like Burning Man. Okay. um, Where people are experimenting with the external, Mm -hmm. ayahuasca, different, you know, drug-induced states, right? Okay, I was going to say, ayahuasca? Ayahuata? So it's a a hallucinogenic brew that's used by a lot of tribal, yeah, to induce this sort of flow. Um, but people are experimenting with the external to find this place of flow. Um, gotcha. It's this ultimate mindset. It's this place where you're creative, where you can think and make a decision rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, researchers at Oxford are calling it peak performance. So you see oh, well, athletes looking yeah, I was at say, it. They've been talking about that for yeah. years. And one, one of my favorite stories, um, and I can't remember what the name of the book was I read it in. Maybe Stealing Fire. Anyway. The co-founders of Google, mm-hmm. the first time that they decided to hire, agreed to hire um, a president of the company from the external, not from within, mm-hmm. um, they had all these candidates and they re- learned that one of them actually attended Burning Man and they're big burners. Google loves Burning Man. They go. <laughs> they big burners. Yeah, they call themselves <laughs> burners, right? Okay. Um, and they actually, they went and they invited this guy with mm-hmm. this one candidate to go to see if he could drop into this mindset, if he could get creative with a team to merge mm-hmm. with the team. And mm-hmm. it turned out to be one of the, you know, greatest CEO hirings in the modern era. Oh, wow. And so it's like you can see all these executives, these people of great influence mm-hmm. and business minded corporate people experimenting with the external to get this flow when really all you got to do is. Tap into your intuition. You don't need to look to the external. You or you don't have to go to those extremes, is what exactly. you're saying. It doesn't have to be those extremes. Okay. And that what, is that what you're talking about when you're saying experimenting with the external yes. defined flow? I mean, mm-hmm. you can do these because I always talk about simple steps and micro habits. It's not like you have mm-hmm. to do these great, big, grandiose right. changes to start to you know or or shifts to start affecting change. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that that's what you're alluding to right here you can do you know little things like that Mm -hmm. so is it kind of like saying excellence excellence is excellence and with intellect added to that is 90 percent action and 10 percent talent Say that about again. Ninety percent action, ten percent you know, talent. I've heard, for... I've, I've heard of that you know a lot of times it, i don't care how talented you are it's more or less like just a small percentage of 
talent that will take you somewhere compared to having mm-hmm. the drive, the action, the steps yeah. in place to do it. That's more like 90% of what gets these, you know, these movers, these shakers, mm-hmm. these now, na- you know, nowadays, these influencers, you know, right. these social media influencers, or, you know, just influencers in general, to where they are, they, they don't have any more talent than anyone else. It's the 90% with the drive mm-hmm. into the intellect and probably um, tapping into their intuition. Yeah, and if you if you study people that are highly successful, I think mm-hmm. what is the book? It's really thick. Tools of the Titans, maybe. Oh, I've um, never heard of that one. If you study I'll have to these, look well, I have it. You can borrow it. Okay, um, great. If you study people that are highly successful, you look at their routine, mm-hmm. and they are so structured. You know, you you there's exercise, there's moving the physical body, there's usually some they sort are. of regimented health plan. I mean, they're like they even have a in schedule the morning, and they follow it. Like they get up, and <laughs> there's this one. It's called the five minute. I think it's the five minute morning or the five minute miracle morning or something like Mm. that. I forget what it is. And it's, it's so simple. Like, I mean, you get up and you do certain things and one of them is like drinking a big glass of water and then brushing Mm -hmm. your teeth. I know it sounds so simple, but sometimes it's those little bitty things that instead of going to burning man, you do these little implemented steps at home that you can all of a sudden, man, you can have some great manifestations in your own life. You know, just by doing, mm-hmm. and and of course, he also adds in some, like we we were talking about um, affirmations, just doing them differently. Mm-hmm. Because again, I think we both agree that you can say something all day long if you don't put the action right. behind it, you're not going to get the results that you could. And there has to be some sort of clearing process for your energy. Clearing process. Mm-hmm. So, if you. So, you know, my coach always says consistent action yields consistent results. Consistent energy yields consistent action. Well, that's pretty much true with anything, isn't it? I mean, you can choose to say, I'm not taking action. Well, you are taking action. You're choosing to sit on the couch all day and eat bonbons, right? Oh, that's true. So it's still a choice. It's still a choice. If if you're constantly thinking, gosh, I, I have this, you know, a lot of people are great. I have clients that are great at making a plan. They're making a schedule. They make a routine. And then mm-hmm. two weeks later, they're like, yeah, it's all on paper. But I didn't do anything, right? <laughs> and so there's... I have <laughs> no idea what that's like. <laughs> Not to point any fingers. Shh, stop it. Um, stop it. But it's I think we're going to have to go to break energy, early. Right? So clear that energy so you can take different action. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's like, hey, I don't, I've never... I, I'm sure no one listening has ever been in that situation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, present company, excluded uh-huh. company. Me never, no. No, mm-hmm. never. I always, you know... Th- and that's the sad thing. You know, when you look back and you go, oh my gosh, another month has gone by or mm-hmm. another quarter's gone by or yeah. whatever, especially when it's business related, you know, and, and with entrepreneurs, man, sometimes you, it's just amazing how time flies and you go, geez, Louise, if I'd have just done that, I'd have already been two, three, four steps ahead, mm-hmm. you know, instead of sitting there. And that's the thing for me is when I get stuck into something and I feel overwhelmed, a lot of times getting in flow is just simply moving, mm-hmm. getting up out of my chair, doing, well, I don't know. literally moving yeah. ingestion from your field, right? Exactly. And for me being, you know, a dancer since I was a wee one, mm-hmm. you know, dance is obviously in my wheelhouse. So sometimes I'll just get up and bust out into dance at my house to the amusement of my fur babies, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. Hey, you know, I got to amuse somebody, you know, I got to give somebody a giggle during the day. <laughs> got to give somebody a show. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I'm not going to say if I was wearing a whole lot or whatever, nothing. And hey, we're going to, that's another show. That's, that's another afternoon, evening show. Let's talk about I, that. We talk about remote viewing. Oh, oh we're not going to remote view anything. Thank you very much, Keeney. All right. So how to stop spinning in your own funk and steps to create flow when we come back on The Dorsey Show. 
Welcome back. And I am here with my guest expert, Kivani Evan, the Mindful Manifester. And we are discussing your... Ooh, shit moments <laughs> and how to make shifts in your life. We are demyst- de- demystifying, hey, still demystifying intuition and turning your life's manure into manifesting magic. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know no, about that one. No. Yes. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's wonderful because there's plenty of times I step in my own poop and not, not mean literally. And you're like, oh, I cannot believe I did that. I can't believe I'm still doing this. Or, And then you wonder why you get poopy results in your business or your relationship or life or whatever. So Keevney, before the break, I did say, you know, how we stop spinning and how do you start to create flow? So tell me the difference between forced versus flow and how can people, um, well, we'll get to the how in a minute, mm-hmm. but tell me the difference in your opinion mm-hmm. between forced and what do you mean? Like, are you talking about forced action? So when you feel like you're trying to figure it out, you're trying so hard to figure it out, okay. how to do it. The how, oh, that You're putting that in how. a lot of will, a lot of effort, a lot of frustration. Gotcha. Agitation, right? Anxiety. You've got those discordant thought flows. Your mind is spinning. The tension, the illness, disease, all of these things, right? Oh my gosh, now I have a headache because I've been thinking about it so hard. Well, yeah, no kidding. Um, that's forced. So that was me for 10 years practicing okay. as an attorney, right? It was not, I was not in alignment. It was forced. It was how do I be happy doing this? How do I move to a job that fills me up more that's still in this realm? Is it, could it also be too, you know, feeling like you, cause I know in some families, if there's a family of doctors or a family of lawyers or whatever, you kind of feel like you're, you know, I'm going to say forced into a certain type of field or job or path mm-hmm. for your life that doesn't resonate with who you really feel you are inside. And so you do that because you feel forced, you know, so I'm assuming that's kind of along the lines of what you're mm-hmm. talking about as well. Not even just you forcing the action feel like it's forced upon you and like you don't have a choice because you're right. not in flow, I guess. Yeah, you're not in flow. So there's resistance. Anytime there's resistance. So it okay. might be that all my, you know, all my family's a doctor, so I should be a doctor where there's a should, there's a shame, right? Oh, I like that where there's a should, there's a shame. Because <laughs> so we did say, you know, this is all about coulda, woulda, shoulda moments. Right. <laughs> so there's going to be congestion. You're going to create out of integrity energy in your body, right? In your yeah. field. Um, or it could be the opposite. You know, my mom is a professor. My mm-hmm. dad is a CPA. And I went to law school and I had a lot of people saying to me, you're not a competitive person. You don't like, you know, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. And so for me, it wasn't someone telling me I should do it. It was someone telling me I shouldn't. So I had to resist that and do it anyway. Right. Oh. So it's just anytime you've got that resistance and you're feeling like when there's struggle. And in so gotcha. many professions, we make it, you know, I know in law, the more you struggle, the, the more hours you work, the more unhappy you are, the better you are, right? It's like this badge of honor. Oh, um, you know, it, and that is so sad. And it's sad. really not. <laughs> well, that's true because there, well, I don't remember which profession is it between lawyers and doctors. I think they're almost neck and neck, which have the highest rates of burnout and, and, um, uh, drug abuse and suicide. And chefs, uh, yeah. too, believe it or not. Chefs? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, well, I can yeah. see that. That is a pretty high, intense profession. 
mm-hmm. even if you absolutely love it, yeah. you know, and that's a shame that it has to be like that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, and I'm sure there's not, I'm sure not everyone in those fields are like that. It's oh, just absolutely. those that feel, cause you know, I, I've known way too many people that have made that comment. Well, my mom and dad is a doctor or my mom is this, my dad is this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was kind of, there was the family, I'm doing that air quotes, family pressure mm-hmm. to do A, B and C when I really wanted to be like a creative person, mm-hmm. you know, and we need creative people. Right. You know, and it can go both ways. I mean, you can have people who when they are, there might be a surgeon when they're in, when they're doing surgery, when they're in, you know, that, that is them in an alignment that is, and they are creating magic for them. Right. Oh yeah. So it's not, I don't want to generalize that all attorneys are a certain way or doctors. It's oh, just, no, by no means. It's all individual and yep. it's what's flow for you and what's forced for you. And it's different for everybody. Yep. I just hear that a lot because mm-hmm. I was a pre-med. I had wanted to go down the medical track. So I heard that a lot mm-hmm. in college from different schools and, you know, it was or d- different, you know, folks that they, well, my dad was this or my mom was mm-hmm. this. And so they really wanted me and or some of them that weren't, you know, that maybe their parents had wanted mm-hmm. to do a certain field or profession and couldn't. And now they have the means for their children to do it. So they the kids feel kind of pressured because mom and dad right. really wanted this. They couldn't now. You know, I feel like I have to. That is and they're no looking way to, to the be. external for that validation. They're looking to the external mm-hmm. to make some make themselves happy, make someone else happy versus just what do I yeah. want to do? Because, look, I'm here to tell you, I think you'd agree with this. And I've, it took a while to learn this. I am not here to make anyone else happy. It's not my job mm-hmm. to make my husband or my in-laws or my parents or, you know, anyone happy. I can't control their happiness mm-hmm. as much as I thought I could. You know, I can't control that. They're responsible for that, you know. And I do know that the happier that I am and the more in flow that I am and doing me, then the happier they are. Right. And you, you know? Yeah. And you as you up level people in kind of your hologram, they yeah. sort of come with you or they fall out. And it's not a bad thing. It's no. just different energies, right? Not not yes. one is good and one is bad. Yep. It's very different. Yep. And I'm glad you said that because not everyone's journey is meant to be with mm-hmm. you the entire time. Right. You know, there's a reason and a season. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I don't remember the exact quote from the Bible, but there's a season for everything, you mm-hmm. know, and some people, their season is with you with your entire life. Right. Some situations, some jobs, some opportunities are with you there in your entire life. Mm-hmm. If that's the flow, if you're in flow with that, sometimes right. they're supposed to come and go like the tides. Yeah. And if you think about, you know, money, because that's the energy that makes the money, planet money, go money. around on this earth, right? Like yes. it or not, it's, <laughs> there's a lot of energy around money. And I got to go check my bank account because I think it's a few, <laughs> quite a few zero short. Zero short. <laughs> well, if you think about money, when we're in alignment, you know, so many people go into professions, you know, thinking I'm going to make a lot of money. So I'm going to be an, um, what's it called? Like Wall Street. Um, stockbroker? Yeah. Stockbroker. Go into, you know, be an investment banker or be. Or trader. Trader. A trader yeah. or be an attorney or be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are there are all of those people that make a lot of money, mm-hmm. and there are all those people that don't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And for me, even being a lawyer, you know, I resisted money even when I was in corporate America a lot of times because it didn't. I wasn't in flow, mm-hmm. and so I think when you get in flow, that money piece sort of disappears because yeah. when you're in alignment, when you're serving the people that you're meant to serve, mm-hmm. everything flows, including the money. So That's you know, true. I've been more successful financially as an energy healer mm-hmm. or coach or whatever you want to call me as a than I was woman. as an attorney, right? Not not the case for everyone. It's just yeah. whatever, when you're in flow, it flows. Money flows. Everything flows, mm-hmm. right? 
Oh. Miss Woo Woo. Woo Woo Woman. Yeah. Did you hear that? You're a Woo Woo uh, Woman. And I love a that. A little dash of Woo. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hey, a little dash of Woo never hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we need more of that. So clear, congested energy, integrate energy, mindset, intuition. Tell me about that. Because you're really big on helping people and giving them ways to clear the mm-hmm. congestion they're in, whether it's personal, business, whatever right. it is. And so talk to me a little bit about that. Well, I think you bring up business, which is a good point too, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our business, I do have a few good points every now and again, <laughs> you know, but our business is an energetic entity, right? Yeah. So when you hire, and this kind of goes back to, you said what to watch out for mindset coaches or business coaches or any kind of coaches, mm-hmm. whatever coach teacher you are under, okay, you are under their beliefs. You are under their stuff. That's so true. that's going to flow down, right? Mm-hmm. So if like you're hiring a business coach, if you're hiring, don't hire a business coach that's not making money, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hire a mindset coach yeah. who is has the bit largest need to be right and the biggest ego there is, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to, because you're going to take on that energy. You're under that umbrella. Um, so that's really important is to look, you know, don't expect to get something from a coach that mm-hmm. they don't have, Right. Oh, I like that. Does that make sense? That's true. Well, and then it also goes back to when we were talking earlier about whatever you have, you know, they say 10,000 hours in, you're mm-hmm. an expert. There are a lot of people that see something on Facebook and, you know, then they say, oh, I know how to do this yet. They've never done it. Right. You know, I used to have a cleaning service years ago and it amazed me. I mean, I started it myself, mm-hmm. you know, and then grew it to, we had almost 25 employees before I sold it. I didn't just go buy something and start you know, putting people into place. Mm-hmm. I did it. And then I would hear these people starting like a cleaning service because they think, oh, this is easy. Just go do whatever. And then I was like, have you ever cleaned a house? Have you ever, I mean, it, 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 the little things like stripped a floor, have you ever done that? And right. they're like, no. I'm like, well, and you wonder why you're not successful or why you're not mm-hmm. able to get to that next level because you don't really know what you're talking about. Well, and your business is an energetic entity, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you as a CEO, and I see this with entrepreneurs, clients all the time, your whatever beliefs you have, mm-hmm. they trickle down into your business. Whatever oh, congestion yeah. you have, oh, so you your can employees. Take, if you have employees all day long, you can take all the money courses in the world. You can take money, you know, business training. You can become a business, a coach, a money mindset coach, whatever you want to call yourself. Mm-hmm. If you you can have all the training in the world, but if you haven't, which is what we're going to talk about now, cleared that congested energy, you're still bringing all that into your business. So of course, mm. that lack is going to show up in your business. Gotcha, right? gotcha. Okay, that yeah. makes that makes real sense. I like. I'm glad that you said that. A little that. aha moment. A little aha. <laughs> yes. Or oh shit. <laughs> because you know, I, I was. I think back to you know, I was a lot younger when I started mm-hmm. that. You know, wasn't too far out of college when I started my first business, and it, I just didn't even think about it. You know, I didn't get into overwhelm. It was just kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I need to do this, so I need to do steps A, B, and C to even think about getting disease. So I just did it, and then next thing you know, it was my first hire, and then my. 10th hire and then 20th and it's like wow and I didn't even think about it I was just in flow and it happened and it was amazing and then you know you're getting a little bit older and all of a sudden you know because again it's those beliefs like oh you're a certain age you should be at a certain level you should be doing certain things you should be making a certain amount of money and if it doesn't happen the comparisonitis comes right. in which is total low vibe oh and it's congestion mm-hmm. because then you're and like you think Ooh. i'm older i'm wiser i should be able to do this I know. and you go into the should and the how and then it's just 
and then you get out of action. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's, and I've been stuck in some congestion. You know, we all know that sometimes I get congested mm-hmm. and just need to, you know, we all do, right? Poop it out, get it out somehow or another. <laughs> there are there easier we, ways, people. <laughs> no, there's nothing easier than that. Just let it go. All right. So give me some simple steps to implement for people to stop forcing things. And mm-hmm. I know you have a few things. Don't give away the farm. I don't want you to give right. away everything. So give us a few little things that Pete, that our listeners can think about or put into place now to help them stop the congestion and the how. So it takes a lot of presence. So being present. Are you going to give me a present? Presents. Oh, present. You know, I like presents. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. So being just being present. present to the present moment. So oh. we spend so much time. Which the present moment is a present. Sorry. It is, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. My coffee's kicking Jeez. in. Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we spend so much time thinking about the past, wishing what we would have done differently, what we should have, could have done. Could have, would have, should have. Or we oh, spend yeah. so much time with this fear of the non-existent future, right? <gasps> I and am so, so, thank you so much for saying that. Just fe- say that again. Here, right? fear, fear of the non-existent future. And what do I they say? That. Fear is false evidence appearing, appearing real, real, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and really interesting, kind of a looking, go back to looking to the external. Um, you know, a lot of people go to things like Tony Robbins mm-hmm. and these big, huge walk on coals or jump out of a, oh, yeah. a plane. And mm-hmm. it's interesting. I did a, <clears throat> a workshop a few weeks ago with a group and we talked about, we had everyone put their fears up, their biggest fear. Mm-hmm. None of them were, I'm afraid to go skydiving. Or I'm afraid to walk across coals. It's all very personal, oh, very sure. internal. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've wasted my life, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's like looking for the external, we get that momentary, like, wow, I conquered the world. I jumped out of a plane, but mm-hmm. it's not lasting. It's not sustainable. No. So it's only when you get present to the present moment and you have the ability to clear your own energy mm-hmm. and you're grounded, which mm-hmm. I know is not a favorite of yours. It's not. I don't like to be grounded. I like to oh. be out the woo-woo and the fun. and Right. But it's critical to clear the energy yeah. and it's critical. I mean, we are, we have chosen to be here in mm-hmm. human form on this earth and even though we can access and we can go there and we can tap in and we can get that universal mind, the work is done in the three days. Right done here, That's what in the physical, chosen. Yeah, in, in this the body. Physical. Mm-hmm. So we've got to make peace with that, get grounded, and get our stuff done, right? Um, so what could be a step for someone to start getting grounded and clear a little bit of energy? So grounding, just, you know, do, okay. do a quick, um, I like to do a 6-3 breathing technique. So we okay. do just sit down in a quiet place, and you're going to breathe in and out through your nose. Mm-hmm. In, count to six, hold for three. Out, count to six, hold for three. Do that a couple times. Because, you know, there was something I just saw the other day. You cannot stay in an agitated state of mm-hmm. mind when you are actively breathing. I mean, active, mm-hmm. paying attention like that. It's just impossible. Well, and it lowers your blood pressure. And, yeah. Yeah. And all of that. Right. All right. So we're going to go into a couple more steps um, here in just a moment. And so a couple things being lost and found two different kinds of love. That's also up next on The Dorsey Show. Mm. Welcome back to The Dorsey Show. And I'm here with my guest expert, Kevani Evan, who is the Mindful Manifester. And before that last break, we were going into a couple of steps that we're going to implement, help people implement to stop being congested, to get more in the flow. And we did talk about one of those being grounding, doing some breathing, which was what, uh, remind us about what that is again. Again, Kevani. The, the six three breathing. Okay, so and tell 
us how to do that again. So it's in and out through the nose. Okay. So you would breathe in for a count of six. Okay. Hold for a count of three. Out through the nose for a count of six and hold for three. And how many times should they do that cycle? Um, at least three. Okay. I would say. Okay. And then depending on, and even just for people that are really up in the clouds, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot of us, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or in our mind too much, just doing it. I mean, when I started doing this work, it was on the hour every hour. Okay. So multiple times a day. All right. So what's another one? Because, you know, I'm all about three. So give me, give me two more. Uh, a big one is don't take anything personal. Nothing is personal. Well, that's true. So if that's it doesn't true. matter if it's your spouse, your dog, your friend, it's not about you. It's not personal. So don't take it that way. Okay. And number three. Um, don't make assumptions. Oh, you know what I like to say about assumptions? When you assume it makes an ass out of you, not right. me. Oh, not oh. you and me. It makes an ass out of you, not me. Because you assumed I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to change that because, you know, I try really hard not to make assumptions anymore. I'm mm-hmm. human. We make assumptions. We create stories. We get so stuck in our stories. And yep. then All day it's long. downhill from there. All day <laughs> long. So, Keeney, real quick, remind our listeners how they can get in touch with you. So they can reach me on my website mm-hmm. at keveneyevan.com, K-E-V-E-N-E-Y-E-V-A-N-N-E.com, or they can find me on Facebook on the Mindful Manifestor page. And I know um, before I get into my last little opinion segment for me, there was a quote that you wanted to leave us with or a little statement from, I do believe, Einstein that fits perfectly yes, with intuition one of my today. Favorites. So yeah, give us that, please. So he said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift. And the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Ooh, I like that. Thank you for that. And I also talked about before we went to the break, being lost and found and then two different kinds of love. So I'm sure you're like, what the heck was that? And I usually give an opinion during this last segment. And today I wanted to, I just felt like talking about something that was very near and dear to my heart because I've seen it, it's been coming up and I don't keep it a secret. It's just, I assume everybody knows and a lot of people don't know. I was adopted when I was only a couple months old. And I think it's just normal, although when I tell it to people, they're like, oh my God, this is the coolest story. And they immediately start whispering, can you talk about it? It's like, yes, I can. Mm -hmm. You know, because if you whisper, I'm going to whisper back. I don't know. I'm just like a parrot. I just repeat or whatever. And I was recently watching the TLC show, Long Lost Family. Have you seen that? I have not. It is the best show. And it's about these two people and they help people find, it's a man and a woman. They help people find their long lost family. And most Mm -hmm. of these are adopted and some were fostered, some were adopted. And it made me realized, man, you know, my story was so great. I didn't have a horrible story about being in foster care and all this kind of stuff. It was really great. And yet still I would get congested. We were talking about congested, not being in flow. And I wouldn't always be moving forward like I should, because there is a lack of identity because I don't look like the people that I grew up with. You know, I, I don't really have a whole lot in common with those people. And so listening to my own inner guidance, a lot of times was a hit or miss because I'm pulled to, I'm in this family. I should look and do and be this way yet. I'm completely different. And, but I don't know who I I'm like, you know, so it was a huge conundrum for many years, you know, and you know, things are different. And I would get into um, 
you know, I don't have anyone to compare it to. You know, I had a, a teacher one time in high school that it was a health class and wanted us to do this comparison. How are you alike to all your different family members? And I said, well, I can't do this. And he thought I was trying to get out of the work. And I said, I really honestly can't do this the way you want me to do it. And he thought I was just really seriously trying my best. And I said, look, I'm adopted. I don't look like anybody in my entire family. He was like, oh, you know, so I did go through this for a lot of years, kind of, you know, who do I look like? Where do I come from? You know, was I, you know, was I wanted? Was I not wanted? You know, and it's amazing to me that when I met my birth family, and I did, I had the pleasure of meeting my biological family on my maternal mother's side, all the things we had in common, that we did the same, that we said the same, I mean, mannerisms, it was amazing. You were a lot like your grandmother, right? Yes, I was very much like my grandmother, and so when you talked about universal mind, it made me think this was a great little story to talk about, to end this with, because I didn't have a lot of similarities with who I grew up with, I love them dearly, and then I meet these people that, you you know, I didn't meet them till I was 19 years old. So that's, you know, a good chunk of my life. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, it makes sense about the universal mind and being in flow. And, you know, we just, we connected like there was no one's business. And that helped me to make leaps and bounds and go forward just because I had that connectedness again, like I belonged, you know, and I just kind of felt like there might be somebody that needed to hear that because, you know, that, that can stop a lot of people, especially being adopted or in a foster situation, you know, and live in that and spin mm -hmm. in that for years, you know, and I don't know, I just, I kept seeing it kept coming yeah. up and I thought, you know what, it's nothing I keep secret. I think it's a great story. I had a great story. I have absolutely fantastic parents. I have two, you know, two moms now. They're both angels, you know, and they're they're in the the other world. So it's really cool when I get in my spinning and stuck and congested. I do think, hey, you know, I can tap into these mm -hmm. two little female angels, and they're right there helping me with, you know, the universal mind, my intuition, getting out of ego, and just moving forward. Right. So for whoever needed to hear that, I hope you took some wonderful little nuggets from that. And if you're stuck in a spin, I do have something I would like to wrap up with. And it's my dollop of Dorsey for this week. There's only one real love in a lifetime, one that matters, that grows and that lasts forever in life, in death, together as one sweet love. You are mine, my one and only love forever. And that's by Danielle Steele. So don't forget to love yourself enough to listen to that inner guidance, your gut or intuition. It is never wrong and it'll take you to some magical, fun places. So that's it for today on this episode of the Healthy Happy Fun Hour here on the Dorsey Show. Make sure to listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on Vinyl Draft Radio or anytime YouTube or on iTunes. Until next time, big Texas love and hugs. Bye for now.